Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us the stupid stories and we mock them. We do. It's our joy. It's, it's our, our pleasure. Joy. And our job. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. we didn't do it, there'd be nobody watching. <laughs> Thank you. And you want us on that wall. You want us on that wall. <laughs> We're calling the code stupid wherever it comes up. We want to thank you for tuning into this podcast and all the other podcasts at MSW Media and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for being here. We also want to remind you that uh, you can get a specialized video from us on Cameo.com. We can wish you a happy birthday, happy anniversary, give you a pep talk. Just go to Cameo and put in Frangela. That's right. You can send one as a gift. It's an excellent gift when you've forgotten and it's at the very last minute. <laughs> Also, we want to thank everyone who has newly become a Patreon or our OG Frangelistas. Thank you so much for supporting this Black-owned business, especially during Black History Month. Let me tell you something. People don't like paying Black people. I don't know if y'all know. (laughs) But people people have not gotten used to it. It's been a couple hundred years and shit. The people still aren't used to it, okay? We just had to act a fool over some money just now. Just had to tell some people they had to pay us for what work any work today, and I'm a little fragile. Because I was like, I know I don't have to tell these people. They- yes, I do have to tell these people that we mm-hmm. actually get paid to work. Okay, see, I don't know how the rumor got started that Frangela don't need money, but I need to disabuse everyone of this notion. That's right. That's right. Okay. Also, we want to thank you for sharing this podcast on social media. We really appreciate it. The more that you can help us spread our wings and create even more community, the better, the better we can do for you. So we really appreciate you 
taking this the time out and um, posting this podcast online and telling your friends and family what you like about it. We really, truly appreciate that. Yeah, and rating and reviewing and all that is so helpful. We thank everybody who's been doing that. We've seen them on different places and it's just, it's really, really helpful. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. And you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning for the... Black Power Hour. What happens? Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills mm. and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller and is forced to ride a bike and she doesn't know why. That is amazing. That's amazing. It's beautiful and amazing. Yes. Well, should we get started? I think we should. The stupid waits for no one, Francis. No one. No one. Well, this first story is from Cliff in Miami and Jeff Y. Thank you so much. Oh Lord, Lord, it's so I mean, stupid. I have to give a pre-size. It's, so pre- pre- it's, so it's so stupid. So it's so it let you know what I have to we have to agree with Cliff from Miami right now. Cause you know what? <laughs> this smells a lot like meth. Like it is so methy. It is, it is owed to meth. Okay. Okay. Huh. Man parks his car on train tracks. It launches into a home. I'm gonna read it again. Man parks his car on the train tracks. He parks it. And then the train comes by and launches the car into a home. Because I don't know if y'all know this or not, but train beats almost anything you put in front of it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true, Angela. In fact, I can't really think of the thing that train doesn't beat. And and by it beat, it may hurt itself in the process, right? It may derail. But the point is, there will be destruction. Yeah. <laughs> that that is for sure. Martin County, Florida, which is before you even get it twisted, it makes it very clear in the first sentence. A Port St. Lucie man. This is how you know we are dead center in the stupid cluster. Let me tell you something, and people like to argue with us about this. Right now, go ahead and Google. Go, Google Port St. Lucie stupid. When we tell you that Port St. Lucie is an epicenter, it is ground zero for stupid on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, we have got to send some kind of team there to check the water, check it because something is wrong in Port St. Lucie. It is. We've done this bit for how many years? Decades. Decades. And Port St. Lucie is 80% of the stupid. Yep. Port St. Lucie man was arrested after he abandoned a stolen car on railroad tracks. Bradford Weitzel, 38, 38 told the Martin County Sheriff's Office detectives. <laughs> yeah, because it's about to get really, 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 really messy. <laughs> that he couldn't find his car after leaving a Mountain County bar, okay? So he... So... What did he do, Angela? <laughs> this is a quote, okay? <laughs> this is not a characterization. This is a quote. So when he left the bar and he couldn't find his car, he, quote, in a good faith effort to find his own, stole another one. Right. It was good faith effort, effort, Angela. Look, officers, I don't know what you do when you've lost something. <laughs> okay, but when I've lost my car, what I say is I'm going to steal a car. Right, to go get the car. To go, to go find my car. It's good faith. It's I'm, not, I'm not really stealing it. I didn't steal it in bad faith. I stole no, it in good, good faith. faith. This is a good kind this of faith. Good, this is good, good faith theftery. <laughs> What I don't, I mean, it's not like I was stealing it and just stealing it. No. I, there was a purpose and it was good. It was to find my car. Right. Which, how else, 
I don't know, how, how else do you find something then without using something stolen? Right, when you're drunk and it's after hours and you've been in a bar, you go and steal somebody else's shit to go find your shit. I don't know, this is America. Okay, okay. somehow he ended up on the train tracks. Now, this is where the, the good faith gets murky for me. I don't know what happened to this good faith search for the car, but for some reason he decided, you know what, this is a good place to park. Yeah. Left the car, got out. And he, he, he claimed that the vehicle had suddenly stopped dead on the tracks. You know, we're not going to blame the car. No, okay. No. Okay, Bradford. Right. Bradford, we are not blaming the stolen car for being on the train track. Because <laughs> you know what the car didn't do? It, it, it did not. It didn't apparate onto the tracks. No. Okay. This is not Kit. Okay. And that's an old ass <laughs> reference. This is not Kit or, or Carrie. Oh, Carrie. This is just oh, a regular oh, old Henry car. Love, but that's even older. That's right. That's evil. That's really old. Yeah. I'm just saying it's none of those. It's just a regular old car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Left it on the train tracks. And then when he saw, I guess when he saw the train coming, some part of him woke up to the problem <laughs> and got out of the vehicle and ran. Right. So the approaching train hit the car and catapulted it into a nearby home. The homeowners were asleep, so and they were not injured, thankfully. However, not being satisfied with his evening ending here. Bradford went on to continue to a nearby fruit stand where he vandalized the business and attempted to steal a forklift. See, the, I, this is where I go. <laughs> it makes faith me, is gone. I was going to say, it makes me question our earlier good faith argument, okay? Unless he stole the forklift in good faith. But it doesn't say that. It does I'm not say that. Vandalizing the fruit, the fruit stand would be at all helpful. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe- that feels like a departure to me <laughs> from, from the good faith. And I don't know what that was. Maybe there was a side conflict he has with fruit or fruit stands. But he, I don't know. Here comes the best part of this story. This is, and I'm telling the you, best we have to read the whole story, you people, always, because it always is worse than you think. Bradford then. <laughs> Uh, told deputies that he thought it was best to flag them down and let them know that he was still looking for his car. Now, here's okay. the thing. Nobody was okay. looking for Bradford. Nobody, nobody knew Bradford was nobody no. knew Bradford had stolen the car, that he had vandalized no. the fruit stand. in pursuit. They didn't have their lights on. No, no, nothing. No, and, and, uh, in fact, at this point, Bradford has gotten away with a string of crimes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so what does he do? <laughs> he flags down the fucking flag of the police and informs them. Look, <laughs> I just thought you should know. I still can't find my car, which is why I stole that car that was on the train tracks that's now in those people's house <laughs> and why I vandalized that fruit stand and tried to steal this forklift. So what I'm suggesting is that the community needs to get involved in me finding my car or else there's going to be more damage. That's what I feel like he was saying. But guess what happened? He was arrested on charges of grand theft and criminal mischief. Oh, 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 the injustice. Oh, did they? Okay. Did he not explain the good faith thing? You know what? I don't know if they were receptive to his arguments, Angela. (laughs) I just feel like that they were really black and white about this (laughs) and they were not open to Bradford's very gray, very, very gray, very murky gray, not logic, logic. And this is the thing that makes me question policing. Mm. How you, you don't see it officers. You don't see the through line here. 
Because let's just ask ourselves if his ca- now, first of all, criminal mischief. I think somebody moved Bradford's car. Yeah, I really do. I know. I, you know what? And there's and, also a distinct possibility he doesn't have one at all. There's always <laughs> you don't want to add even consider that oh my god if he doesn't have a car angela i think i'll be undone for the rest of my life for the rest of my life for the rest of my days i don't think brad has a car (laughs) (laughs) which is why he couldn't find it that makes it even better because he's like blocks away now it seems like he's like blocks away like i don't i don't know where you park maybe this bar is really popular but Here's the thing. The people, the, the people I feel really hard, bad for are the people in the house. Yes. Yes. Because okay. you're sleeping in the house and a car comes catapulting into your abode and you don't know where the fuck it came. Like a train sent a car yep. flying into your house. And you've already, you've already come to deal with the fact that you live near a train track. Yes. Okay, you've dealt with that. Right. If that, and you maybe you're a person who likes that sound or whatever. Because I know some people who you know, like Johnny Cash seem to really like it, but like <laughs> other people, you know, people who really like that sound. But the point is that like you didn't. Nobody signs up for goodwill or not. No, <laughs> cars being shot into their house. No, I also have a complaint from the fruit stand. <laughs> I do not understand why the fruit stand had to be involved in this at the fuck all. The fruit stand had didn't have shit all to do with this. Well, okay, Bradford may have had low blood sugar. Actually, you just don't know. You know we what? Don't know. You know what? That's a. I, let me take that back. D- thank let me you. take back that critique. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm diabetic. Sometimes you know you need you need some blood sugar. My bad. Blood sugar might been off. Okay. Okay. You know what? Good faith. It carries through. Oh my God. He calls, uh, you know, I can have to go back. He, really he flags down the police. the police. He flags. I, you guys weren't aware, but I've committed several <laughs> felonies. <laughs> that, and, and probably some misdemeanors. And I'm not done because I haven't found my car. So I'm just letting you know. Totally. Totally. I need you to get involved. We don't need detectives. Are you telling me? I'm telling you people, we don't need detectives. One of the things in our police reform bill is stop paying for fucking detectives. Totally. Next up, this is from Mara S. Thank you so much. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> this is so for you, Angela. Woman has shared her home with a giant spider for the past year. Shared her home. Yes. These days, Annette Gray has been sharing her Australia home with a rather imposing and uninvited house guest. Her name is Charlotte. They've named it. She's a giant spider who wandered in one day and decided to stay. Mm-hmm. According to Gray's son, Jake, Charlotte is a, a huntsman spider. Now, if you've never seen a huntsman, they're as big as two of your hands put together. This spider is huge. And this is not an Angela huge assessment, Francis, correct? No. This is objectively a huge spider. Yes, yes. It's a, there are gerbils, hamsters, there are cats and dogs that aren't this big. No, no. A species that can grow quite large, but they say are is actually pretty friendly. 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 That's pretty <laughs> friendly. <laughs> Tell you about some pretty friendly. That see, they put a little qualifier in front of friendly, didn't they? Yeah. They can't just say friendly because it's not a hundred percent friendly. You know why we know that? Because it's named Huntsman, right? It's not named the Welcome Spider <laughs> or the Friendly Spider or Happy Times Go Lucky I Love Everybody Spider. No, it's called Huntsman. That's Hunting Man, mm. Hunt Man Spider. Yep, 
Yep. This is the Huntsman spotted that's fairly friendly. They say when left alone, Huntsman spotted. When left alone. <laughs> which is not in your house. That's not alone. Thank you, bitch. In your that's- spider house. <laughs> Why do you come in my house and then I got to leave you alone? Well, at this point, the spider's a damn roommate. When left alone. Well, it's not paying rent. Totally. <laughs> when left alone, Huntsman spiders, they say, pose no threat to people. And that's the approach Jake's mom took towards Charlotte, letting her be. Here's a quote. Let me tell you something. Hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you something. I love my mama. Hmm. I'd, have her, I'd have her committed for this. <laughs> This is not, something's wrong. This is not okay. We've watched Charlotte grow over the last year or so, Jake told the dodo. She never bothered us. She moves about the house, pops up room to room, eats all the bugs. Could you imagine living in a house where the spider just pops up? That big? Let me explain something to you what's happening right now and that these people don't know. And this is why white people die in horror films. Let me explain to you what's happening right now. They are growing their own killer. Yep. Because as as the big as that spider gets, at some point, these little flies, little house flies, they're not going to be enough. Exactly. And Charlotte, I hope they don't have in here. And this is the kind of thing that gets me mad about the reportage. I, do they have any other pets? Right. Because the next thing to go, one day they're going to be looking for Fifi. Yeah. Or, or Rocky. <laughs> Mama, where's the, where's the cat? Where, where little Rocky at? Oh, I don't know. He was just over here. Oh, there's the mostly friendly huntsman spider. <laughs> that mostly friendly huntsman spider. And then t- tell him you're busy. And then it's um, Bradley Cooper will not leave her alone. No. He's just not hearing she's married. No, um, not at all. Like, he's just not hearing it. But uh, seriously, there, when you say to me, this mostly friendly hunting man spider is getting bigger yeah that it is and and you have to leave it alone in your house and it pops up wherever it wants this is i'm gonna tell you something the next time we read this story it's going to be families members missing <laughs> suspect is giant huntsman spider yep. The spider has caused quite a stir among the Gray's friends and family, some of whom have jokingly suggested the house be burned down to rid it of Charlotte. They are not joking! (laughs) They are not joking! We are jokesters, and I'm going to tell you something right now. They ain't joking, and let your ass go on vacation with me in that town. (laughs) Let that family not be home for a good three to four hours. I will be torching the shit out of that house. Are you me they come back to embers and i'd be like oh dang i hope charlotte made it out <laughs> listen to me listen to me oh my god they don't name th- okay naming things francis i know there's this thing when you go uh, hiking that that uh up uh, it's yeah, it is the Yosemite, right? It is the uh, half dome it's called the Devil's Backbone. Mm-hmm. Somebody tried to convince me that was just a funny way to refer to that spot. No, when people name things names like that, they're trying. It's a warning. What they're saying is, climbing this is like trying to climb up the Devil's Back. And not only is it okay. the Devil's Backbone, but what is the backbone connected to? The Devil's asshole. That's what I'm saying. Thank That's you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What's at the bottom? The of- huntsman, <laughs> the hunter of men spider, 
is friendly to the day you become dessert or a nice amuse booze. Yes. And Charlotte is big as fuck. Okay. Charlotte the is pictures huge. of Charlotte. No, this is not okay. This is wrong. And I need, and this is Australia too, which tells me something. You know, those, let me tell you something about the Australia situation. The sp- I think we need to give up that entire country to the spiders and the snakes. And they have, don't they have like all like some crazy number of the most venomous oh, awful God, things? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is why it was a prison colony. And I think we have to ask ourselves these questions. Should it still be? Next up. I'm just saying. Next up. This is from Polly S. An Oregon woman was duped into thinking she was training to be a DA agent for almost a year. And- okay. I've, I found this so... I, maybe you can help me, friends, because I have a really hard time getting my mind around convincing somebody that they're in training to be a DEA agent yeah for a year for a year an unidentified woman who wasn't charged was given a fake badge and a photo ID by Robert Edward Golden an Oregon man tricked a woman into thinking that she was training to be a DA agent for a year. Authorities accused him of keeping fake badges, tactical vests, and a rifle that was actually a BB gun. When caught, he told agents that he and his quote-unquote trainee were into cosplay. Okay. Um, apparently, he's 41. Mm-hmm. He, uh, just I and I don't understand because there's not enough details on this, but basically he had these fake badges. He sewed on DEA police patches onto, you know, Best. jackets or whatever. He got two body armor plate carriers, handcuffs badges. Uh he got a, an AR-15 style rifle, but it's a BB gun. Um and basically somehow talked this woman, and it's unclear to me because it sounds, the what they say in this article is that the woman was in training mm-hmm. at the time. It doesn't say that she was in training to be a police officer or something. It's like, so, yeah, that she, she was, so this is what I don't, un, I don't understand. How he, how did they come into contact with each other? So what happened was, okay, so this is how he got found out. Apparently, authorities discovered and uh, detained the pair after a police sergeant noticed one of the vests in an open trunk in Golden's car and approached them. Okay, so they're out DEAN, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. They're in training. They're in training. Mm -hmm. The officer goes up to Golden and asks him, he says, you know, if he was a sworn federal agent. And Golden said that he he and his trainee were both, quote unquote, feds working in Portland. Golden then told the woman to show the officer her fake badge. That that seemed to sew it up for the police officer. Because guess what happened next? The pair were transferred to DEA later on that night. <laughs> there he admitted that his credentials were fake. And this time he claimed he and the woman were into cosplay and had the equipment and badges because it provided them with, quote, protection. He also then, I love this part because this is him trying to say this was all for the best, right? He also said he had previously helped break up a fight by shouting police and holding up his badge like an officer. So you see what he's saying here? It's like, I know what y'all are saying. Right, right, right. I hear, I know what you're about to say. You can't fake like you're a DEA agent or police officer. That's wrong. But I did something good with this. Exactly. I, I broke up a fight once. So before we just go start hurling these, oh, this is a crime things, let's take the full picture. Okay. 
Yeah, according to the affidavit, the unidentified trainee who wasn't charged told authorities that Golden had given her a DEA badge and a photo ID and said that she had been in training for a year while attending school for criminal justice. So this is my concern. My concern is that this, it sounds like, and tell me if if I'm reading this incorrectly, but it sounds like what they're saying is that she was in school for criminal justice. I don't know what kind of school. Online. I don't know if that's a like because I know that when we when we were touring uh, college touring before the vid, the there were a lot of kids who were studying criminal justice. Mm -hmm. And and so I don't know if we're talking about a program like that. I don't know what kind of program this is. And does that mean that she was actually enrolled in the program? And that's like, does he is he hanging out outside of these classes or these schools looking for somebody who wants to play this play this little let's just call it what is adult dress up? Yep. 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 And and here's the thing. When you say words like cosplay, I need to know, okay, Francis, and I know this is private. It's none of my business in some ways. But you know in every undercover movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's that Jennifer Jason Lee and um, Jason, what's his oh, name? Was it Blow? Is, it, is that the one? The one where they undercover DA right, and right, right. Up, I think it's called up, Blow. You know, being a couple and have they were they, they, they had the relationship. Well, that's what I think. I think that this was a cover up of a cover up of him trying to date people. I really do. That's what I think too, because you're which concerns me for so many levels. One of them being it's workplace harassment for a workplace that doesn't exist. Yeah. Which is really fucked up. Yep. Like you're not even so she spent a year potentially thinking that she was working towards an actual career and accumulating information and knowledge to to be a DEA agent if and she's studying this to me I need I need more conversation about her she needs to get something okay because this is some bullshit also I do have to say how bad are these badges that a cop walking by looking at them goes or you know the the patches on the jacket Walking by, seeing them is alerted enough to be like, show me your ID. Yeah. Because he didn't believe it. Whoever this cop was walked by, saw it, and thought that's some bullshit. Yeah. So how how good is this criminal school? Right. Well, she said that Golden had taken her on night surveillance ride-alongs. She said he also took her practice shooting and often mentored four other supposed DEA agents by name. Agent Anderson, Agent Luis, Agent Garcia and Ms. Bennett. The DEA agent who filed the complaint said there weren't any agents on the force by those names and that the agency doesn't provide ride-alongs. Let me ask you something, too. How how did he come up with these names? Because I'm trying to think, first of all, the... Uh, Miss Bennett is interesting mm-hmm. to me. Like, mm-hmm. like everybody, all of them, it's, you know, he's, who who's Miss Bennett? They, these are not, it's... There's a lack of, this is going to sound like a weird thing. I think there's a lack of creativity. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. You know, he was creative all the way up till he got caught. And the complaint doesn't mention Golden's possible motivation for tricking the woman into believing she was a DEA agent, which is the whole fucking point, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, why are you walking around tricking women? Because you you could very easily... It could have been a man. Yeah. But why do you well, spend I think a year? All, yeah. And what I also want is a talk screen. Yeah. I also want to know, because my understanding from these various movies, which I know are basically just 
they're documentaries, really. We can call them fiction if we want. But is that there is this real problem with DEA agents, undercover DEA agents, and the use of having to use narcotics when you're undercover or whatever. Now, they aren't necessarily undercover, but I guarantee you that was a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it makes me wonder what else was a part of this. And and also I do have to say, okay, um, there are no programs, none, that do not require that you fill out paperwork or meet with more than one human being. Girl. There are none. Not a one. Girl Scouts. I don't care if it's the Girl Scouts. That's right. You're going to see other Scouts. You're going to see other Scout Masters or whatever they call mm-hmm. you. There's going to be a website. There is no such thing as being recruited by one person and never dealing with anybody else for a legit straight up job. For a year? If you're an, if you're an informant, that's a whole different situation, right? But if you think you're in training for a job, like for instance, if I said you were in training to work at McDonald's and just brought you to my house to, to fry some fries, you really should know right away that you're not in training <laughs> exactly. to be a McDonald's. <laughs> but I mean, I would be like, uh, this is weird, but... Uh... Today we're going to make pot roast. You'd be like, but what? But, but, pot roast ain't saying? on a menu. In fact, I don't even it's see it. They thinking about it. We're doing a test kitchen. <laughs> we're doing a test kitchen. We're going to do it for eight. And I would love it. Can you set the table? That's exactly it. That's exactly I mean, it. That's exactly it. People, I don't think criminal... I'm going to say it. Homegirl, criminal justice isn't your field. No, it really is This isn't. is not a field for you to vote in. <laughs> you can't you can't find the criminal right in front of your fucking face when you in the crime when you are in the crime you in the crime i'm gonna tell you if we're a part of the interviewing process for this or if i'm her professor and i find this out i'm like i'm gonna fail you in this class and i know this class was about fingerprints and it wasn't even about this but let me tell you something you can't be in law enforcement bitch you just can't it's not for you okay you might want to go check out Medieval Times. I'm just saying this is not for you. If found guilty, Golden faces up to three years in prison and a fine of $250,000 for playing dress up. And you know what? I also, let me just, let me side note, you know, mm-hmm. all this, you know, you know, what was that sheriff that was walking around that was a fr- friendly with Trump? With all the oh that yes Sheriff Arapaio no no there was no. another there was another black guy who uh, had all the buttons and weird shit yes. that didn't yeah, really that, belong yeah. on his body I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you something there is this element in America right now that believes that if they if they wear the patch they're the person well we used to call those people children yes um and they were playing what we call pretend or dress up dress up these are adults and that's not how it works I'm, and as much as look we love a good wardrobe we love a good oh, costume don't we? but what i know is we may have played two black people in an old west town but you know we weren't hmm. two black people in an old west town that's true we were not that we were playing them and there were cameras on us <laughs> and that was how i knew that it wasn't real <laughs> Even at the moments where your acting was so superb, Francis, I felt transported. Yours too, girl. I mean, I was so there. Thank you. But the point, it's like, it was like Meryl Streep. It was like, I was, I, I didn't go at my baby and I was in it. And like, but the, neither of these people, and my thing also with him is what really makes me annoyed with this human being. Because hmm. part of me does think that this punishment is a little severe. Oh, I don't. Because it doesn't sound like they 
Well, it depends on what happened between him and this this person. Right. I, it doesn't sound like did they harassed anyone or arrested anyone or did anything. And and if they did, that's a whole different level. But for me, I look at this guy and I go, there is somebody who would have consented to this. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely, there may be 50 to 20 people within 50 miles of you that if you had just got on Freak Finder That's or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, girl, we got to start. Like, we have got to start FreakFinder.com. FreakFinder <laughs> is, we could and be you making, just put in we be making what all kind of money. <laughs> okay, we got to call, we got to call our friend Steven and be like, can you make this app, Freak Finder? <laughs> and it just, it just hooks up freaks, yep. right? If you're like, I'm into cosplaying DEA agents. Oh, me too. Yep. Like that. That's because seriously, you could have gotten the consent. You, you, a woman, right. you didn't have to go through. That's this. right, you didn't have to go through. That's this. right. But you know what? I think that part of it was the keeping her yes. in the dark and running. Why he's in trouble? That's right, and he deserves too. to go to jail for it. Yes, he does. Next up, this is from a bunch of people. This is from D. Carr, Jeff Y. Jeff y. Salvatore. So- <laughs> We're not in the same room, y'all. Nando, yeah. Who and I'm? I'm forgetting Nando. I know that's not your name. Could you please, because please let us know what your your how you want to be identified again? Because I cannot find that. Yeah. But you may have seen this on because it did make the news. Yes, yes. Forty person brawl breaks out at Golden Corral over steak. Now. I understand that steak is delicious for people. I understand that uh, also mm-hmm. right now they're in, with inflation. It's very mm-hmm. expensive. I also understand mm-hmm. that because due to COVID, we all on edge. Okay. Oh, oh, Francis. I am. I used to think before this story, I thought we were on edge. Now what I know is we are all walking. We are 12 feet from that edge and we don't realize we're falling. Yeah. Yeah. We are still walking <laughs> as we plummet. <laughs> Talking about, I'm at the edge. No, bitch, we're over the edge. We are over it. I have to say, this is Pennsylvania, which I did find shocking. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, feel so Florida. I thought better of you, Pennsylvanians. I really did, but that's it's a warning. This is a warning call yep. to all of yep. us. So if you didn't see this, we highly recommend you look up the footage because you can't... This is the first time I've seen something called a brawl or a melee that it actually that's what it looks, it looks like, like, like it. every other time i they, that word gets used it's not really i feel like mm-hmm. it's like a few people whatever this is like 40 50 people I, tons of them throwing tables and chairs <laughs> and screaming and it's like it is the crazy you're like what the f-? and it's like people you almost for a second you want to think that they're hitting each other but they just seem to be hitting the world yeah, well, like the the store like there's there's no particular point of what they're focusing their rage on. i think this I, i'm telling you i blame COVID. i blame yeah. COVID. i blame i blame everybody being at a 15 in an eight pound bag you know what i'm saying yeah. everybody's overstuffed overcapacitated, and the what because this, this should not have been a 40 person it was a literal brawl, guys. Okay, so... And nobody's walking away. When you watch this video, you keep expecting to see these people on the outskirts trying to get away, no. but they're not. No. It's like they're taking a breather on the out, and then they're in there throwing a table. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Apparently, 
What brought on this 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 absolute disintegration of normality, Francis? What brought on this chaos and forced the over forty just sort of normal people to start brawling at the ever peaceful Golden Corral? Well, the, what the argument started over. They thought at first a shortage of steak at the buffet. <laughs> Okay. Which I'm gonna tell you something. I was a little bit. I they gained a little bit of legitimacy with me <laughs> when that's what we thought it was. I was like, oh, did they run out of steak? Oh, see, that's some bullshit. If they ran out of steak, <laughs> and in my mind, I wasn't gonna say it was okay. But in my mind, had you then had I then read they ran out of steak, and when the customer said, hey, when you gonna have more steak? Where's the steak? Then the, the the employees got snitchy and snarky. Right, got like right. if the employee had been like, "We just out of it. You just gonna have to get what you get." Some shit like that. I was expecting it still would be wrong, but there'd be a part of me internally that would have understood. But no, 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 that isn't what. No. That wasn't what happened. What happened apparently was this one gentleman thought that uh, don't call him a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> he is anything but gentle. He thought that this other person had stepped in front of line in line in front of him because what happened was he had ordered a steak and that's he ordered that steak well done. And then somebody, I guess, after him ordered a steak that was medium rare or rare. And of course, the rare steak came up before the well done steak. And the guy who ordered the rare steak, they called him over and he stepped into line to pick up his steak. And y'all, it was over because he thought the other guy thought that the guy had cut in line and was taking his steak. And I'm going to tell you what's really sad to me about this moment is I was really happy to see that they actually cooked these steaks to order. Mm-hmm. I was really happy <laughs> to see that because my guess, if you'd asked me about now, I'm going to, you know, truth be told, I haven't eaten at a golden corral and it's not out of, let me tell you, we've been on tour situations where I probably would have killed to have a golden Absolutely. corral to eat at. I'm, this is not me saying that out of some sort of prejudice against this, this chain. I have never been inside one, but what I can tell you is it was not when corral is in your name my expectations are very low right right but i'm gonna tell you something it you know it it is on the same level of hometown buffet uh one of those I haven't been in that uh, haven't been in that one yeah either. is it like boston market no 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 or it's a little better it's better it's it's a few steps up from denny's okay 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 or like it's not lemonade but closer to lemonade no, it's, in a terms few of- step, it's a few step quite a few steps down from lemonade yeah, this is apparently an area of cuisine that I am very no, unfamiliar with. You know with. what? Because I got the low ends and I got the sort of medium and top, but whatever this little yeah, this niche area is. Well, you know what? And somebody described it on uh, that uh, it was like Ryan's Old Country Buffet and Cracker Barrel. Now I'm gonna tell oh, you. Cracker Barrel. Okay, right. don't dread Cracker That's, Barrel. I was just about to say, don't you fucking defame my goddamn Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's the one thing that we've done. Like, we won't go to Walmart. We won't. We won't. We won't. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> when you're hungry on the road. Because Applebee's is not food. No, it's okay? not. It's not. And believe it or not, there aren't McDonald's everywhere. You know what? I, I would take a, 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 a Cracker Barrel over an Outback. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, but you know what? Here's the thing. It's a couple steps below Outback. Technically, yes. 
It absolutely, I can see that. But they have a wonderful gift shop with tons of cool old timey candy. Yes. Um, so if and and they sell rocking chairs and also I think they sell some racism. But the thing is, you don't have to buy it. <laughs> you don't it. have to buy it, and, and you don't have to eat it, and you don't have to eat it. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something about segregated eating. It's not as bad as you might think. <laughs> it's delicious it's sometimes. <laughs> in fact, when you're hungry, okay, <laughs> when you're really hungry, the magic and mystery of eating your food next to white people is not that big a deal. <laughs> like you're just sort of like that's not going to make this chicken fried taste taste any better. I mean, there's, I don't yeah, know what white person next to me. I don't know what the fuck they put in that cornbread, but it is that shit really is good. banging. Okay. Well, I tell you what they don't put in it. Love, <laughs> what the, whatever it is, it makes you whatever it is. It makes you ignore potential possible bad problems that they say are in the past. But much like our own past here in this country, I'm not so sure how past they are. The point is, it's delicious. And when you're hungry and you've been on the road for like eight to ten days. You're like, I sit in the back. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what people, I'm going to tell you what people weren't eating in Golden Corral that day. Their feelings. Okay. They made sure to express their feelings. And here's the problem, Francis. And we say this all the time in our, in our own lives. Sometimes something gets the heat it doesn't deserve. Right. Right. Like when you're in a place that's not great because of something else going on in the world or in your life, and then somebody comes along and maybe they step to you wrong or they do do something wrong, but you really lose it on them. That's they're getting heat. They didn't deserve. I believe, and I do hope that all of these 40 plus people, first of all, are ashamed. Yeah. Second of all, are deeply, they feel deeply like, Ooh, and that they got it out of their system. (laughs) But you know what? It feels, it feels like the purge. I feel like, show me about it. You, when you look at that melee. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the purge. It looks like there's just too many people throwing tables over steak because, because, so because this issue was, was two people, right? Yep. How do yep. 40 people end up in a fight? I'm telling you, we are all on edge. And they seem to think it was because people couldn't understand each other because they were wearing masks. And so they didn't understand that, you know, that it wasn't that they were out of steak or that nobody was cutting. (laughs) Because also I want to know if that, like, if the, if the, if the group panic happened because everybody thought there was no steak, that's that's what I think happened. Yeah. Because then you see the guy, one, and I don't know if it's one of the guys who started the conflict. It feels like it is for some reason. At the end of it, there's this guy wandering around. Not, and it's not ending, but it's just sort of there's a moment where you can hear in him. And he's just wandering around, looking down the ground, shaking his head, going, I just wanted some steak. I just, <laughs> I just wanted some steak. <laughs> and he seems sincerely, like, confused and like, I don't know what, what the hell happened. I'll tell you what happened. Everybody went, boop, boop. Everybody lost yep. it. Everybody clicked off. And the id or something else took the fuck over. And I'm going to tell you, maybe we aren't ready for steak. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're not. Let's review. We have man parks his car on train tracks. It launches into a home. You have the woman who's sharing her home with a giant <laughs> fucking spider. We have the Oregon woman who was duped into thinking she was training to be a DEA agent for almost a year. And we have the 40 person brawl at the golden corral oh this is a hard this is hard, this is this is hard. hard. i'm gonna throw out man parks car and train tracks because this is meth oh see you know what 
I gotta, I think I gotta pull, pick him because he called the police on himself. And and not and and and, and a, for a very weird reason, so that they would understand he can't find his car. As if that's something they keep up on. <laughs> or they're going to help him find the right. car. My problem, you know, I want to go with the woman who's sharing her home with the spider. I know you do. I know you do. And, and I think though, but then I go, I, almost a year. Yeah, I know. Almost a year, girl. Really, you, you put on Bradley Stone patch. <laughs> get that bb gun stay up all night in the car and you really didn't think you're gonna fill out no kind of paperwork or talk to anyone and you were just gonna be a dea like really i know because you're going to school to find criminals not be one Ooh, angela there was a time in this country there was, there was a time in this country that if you wanted a steak all right, right. you know you 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 go to ruth's chris or you right. go down to the diner and you, right. and you get that piece of shoe lever. What's that? Baseball steak? What do they yeah. call it? Just get a little steak. Yeah, get a little steak. All right. Or I'm going to throw you one. Go to the grocery store, buy a piece of fucking meat, and take it home. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, then you know for sure who when you're getting yes. it. Okay? Like, there was a time in this country, Francis, there was a time in this country when people understood that you could only share your home with things that could communicate mm. to you. Right? Something be in your house when it's uninvited, not paying rent, and it don't listen to you is called an interloper or a squatter or a future killing you in your sleeper. I don't want to hear it when these motherfuckers wake up in a big ass spider web <laughs> talking about, please don't eat us, Charlotte. We love you. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to It of the Week. Week, 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 week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Send us idiots at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. And thank you. We love you, Laura. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>